morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. Want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors for this first half of our show, which is Odd Mo's Pizza. Can't go wrong there. So if you're looking for something to eat tonight or for lunch, head on down there and pick up some poppers for me, please. I need to go and get some too. It's been a few I'll, weeks. I'll, I'll bring pizza next week. How's that? Oh. Love it. Okay. Yes, thank you. And Mark Creamer with Family Heritage Northwest. Mark is an exclusive agent for Globe Life, the Family Heritage Division, where they protect families from financial devastation of cancer and other serious illnesses. Mark can be reached at 503-341-4345 or on his website at familyheritagenw.com. We had some really fun guests last week, remember? Yes. But they weren't here. No, they, they were called. not. Yes, they were calling in over the waves. From over the waves. Over the waves. Is that a over, thing? It is now. Over the you, airwaves. You just made it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get too far into the recap, we do have someone here, and they are with us. They're not over the phone. Mike's with us. Welcome, Live Mike. in Thanks for person. having me. Everyone's favorite. I surfed in on wave. the KSLM waves today. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Surfing the waves. Well, I know that. Amanda and I know you from Greeters, but you should tell the listeners, like, who is Mike? What do you do? How many things do you do? Yeah, <laughs> well, we don't have yourself. time for that. We'd have to have another show. Uh, <laughs> my name is Mike Lowry. Um, I am a realtor with HomeSmart, and uh, I'm also a drummer. I play with three bands, JFK, Fam Jam, and the Electracoustics. Uh, I'm also an advocate of natural health and health freedom. And I'm a lover of organic foods. Okay. Yeah. Which is going to... I didn't know about that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a conserva hippie. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. A lot of a lot of the last part of that's going to tie in, because I know, Amanda, you know him as the, you know, your... You, uh, you, Real you, estate drummer boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the, and we've heard him play at our Kicking yep. Cancer stuff, but... I didn't realize you were with other bands as well. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it keeps me out of some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> some, completely. I like that. At well, least you're honest. He, he and I had a conversation kind of on a sidebar thing, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's some interesting conversations. So I just wanted Mike to come in and weigh in on some of our some of our, our conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. But we mentioned the people who called in last week from Lancaster, yes. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia and Eric, right? Cynthia and Eric. Yes. And it is officially May, so I am wearing gray in May. For brain cancer. For brain cancer. And and, and for the listeners that missed it, that podcast is out there to go back and listen to. Um, their son, Santiago, got DPIG, same thing that Ozzy has, um, ultimately did pass away, and they formed that foundation, mm-hmm. Santiago Strong, which is amazing that... You know, something I started five years ago here, then we found Ozzy, something they started, then we connected the East Coast and the West Coast. Yeah, pretty powerful. Well, the exciting thing is they actually flew from South Carolina to Kentucky mm-hmm. to meet up with Ozzy's family. I saw the pictures. is that great pictures? <clears throat> and it was really cool to see those pictures. Shiloh just looks so happy to see her and just just to have that support that they've leaned so hard on. Yeah. On the phone and the internet to have her in person there. Well, I, I talked to Cynthia after they had their little visit, mm-hmm. and I said, Cynthia, you weren't here in studio to see what happened, but when when Cynthia called and Shyla heard her voice... Oh, the, she lost it. She lost it. They had been texting back and forth. It was the first time that she had heard this lady's voice on the phone, and just the amount of support through the phone was amazing, mm-hmm. but Cynthia gave me the update. 
Okay, let's hear it. You're going to like this. Uh, So she says that they flew out April the 28th, it was a Friday morning, to Kentucky to meet up with Ozzy's family that evening. Uh, They sat, they met Ozzy's sister, little sister Macy, the older brother Hayden. Um, Ozzy had just woken up for a nap when he got there. So he was a little bit tired, but he is just as cute as can be. I bet. Oh, I bet. As Shyla sat Ozzy on her lap, I saw Ozzy reach up with his arm. So he has movement. And he would just sit there and rub Shyla's face. Oh, wow. Except what made that so powerful when Cynthia was telling me was, remember when John and Shyla were here, they said Ozzy had lost mobility in that arm mm-hmm. and he had to take his left arm to move his right arm? Yeah. Except Cynthia watched him take his right arm and touch his mom's face. Wow. And she said, Cynthia said to Shyla, that's a win. That, a huge win. That, that's a win. A very big win. And in the medical field, when they lose function of, when you can't move your arm or your walk or eat very well, and you get a win like that where you start to gain mobility back, things are starting to work again. Things are starting to come back. Feeling, sensation, all of that. And so that's huge as she was describing this as cynthia describing the phone my first thought was your dog i i was going to use that comparison but i didn't want to compare my dog to ozzy but she, she we, was completely paralyzed yeah it's we're not comparing your dog to ozzy but what we're saying is a function was lost your he, dog couldn't mock right she couldn't ozzy couldn't move his right arm and now you wouldn't even know that lucy had a problem none at all Moving and grooving. Yeah, in fact, Lucy's trying to work the board right now. (laughs) Um, No, and Lucy gained the function of her back legs like she did again. She's only gotten stronger since then. Yeah. So that's a a big light of hope. Well, the other part of the update I thought was so cool is for those that saw Ozzy on Facebook like two or three weeks ago when they were still here at Albany, he just, his eyes looked really tired. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They They, did. They were really tired. So she says on Saturday, now they got there on Friday, on Saturday, uh, we went to Carter Cave State Resort Park. We just had a good time with Ozzy and his family. We returned back to the grandparents' house. There were little chicks that Ozzy's grandparents had purchased waiting for Ozzy. Oh. (laughs) The moment Ozzy saw these little chicks, his face lit up. His eyes lit up. He even giggled. That's so awesome. So going back to the reason they went back to Kentucky. Is for the support and family. and to, But the initial reason was because they were afraid Oz, they put Ozzy in the hospice. They were afraid Ozzy was going to pass away. Right. And they wanted his parents to meet Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Except what it's resulted in is like revitalizing yeah. Ozzy. I'd be like, yep, we're moving. We're staying. <laughs> we're not leaving Kentucky. We're locked in. So I thought that was a pretty cool update to bring Yeah, out. super. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to bring you on an update was how our show is doing on our podcast. Okay. We are at 1,600 downloads. Oh, wow. 23 foreign countries. Oh, my goodness. And surprisingly, Germany now has 3% of our downloads. Really? Yeah. Germany. Germany. That's okay. what I thought. Germany. All right. That's we, we, cool. We know What's have, the connection? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Uh, what was intriguing to me, though, was in October of last year, we had 202 downloads for the whole month. Mm-hmm. April, we had 264 downloads. Okay. So we're growing. Ozzy's story alone had 84 downloads. Oh, wow. 
84. That's pretty awesome. 84 people after we aired the show went back to us yeah. and these stories. So that's inspiring. That is. Hopefully, we're making a difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are. Hopefully I know we are. So, so there's a few updates for you. That's great. Thank you. I love my good positive updates. Well, I thought before we get into some shocking stuff, I I just I always love to hear Mike tell his version of how he and I met. <laughs> well, <laughs> so well, well, our our sponsor for the show is Oddbos, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I didn't even know Mike for quite a while, but I had a six-pack of this Oddmo's beer, their IPA, and I brought it to Greeters. And I gave it as a door prize. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who won it? Mike. No. Oh. Jay. My wife. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you, you pick up the story, Mike. Okay, well, we were at Greeters at the rack in Kaiser. Uh, this is Kaiser Chamber Greeters. And Jane won that beer in, in the drawing at the end of the Greeters. And she's like... I don't even like IPA. Here, you can just have it. I'm like, okay, thanks, honey. <laughs> and at that moment, it occurred to me, hey, wait, our band JFK already has a beer with Sandy M Brewing. By the way, Sandy M Brewing is the bro- brewer here in Salem that that brews the beer for Odd Mo's that benefits kicking cancer. And I thought, we've already got a beer and it's doing really well. I bet we could do something with Sandy M Brewing that benefits kicking cancer also. Yeah. And so we had a series of meetings with Sandy Am and Baron, and we came up with the idea, let's do kind of a uh, a lime version of the what we had, the domestic lager, JFK domestic lager. <clears throat> and we decided to uh, put a lime twist to it, so we called it Domestic Lime Slightly Twisted. <laughs> and it had a cool twisted. lime on it with, with uh, sunglasses, you know. And anyway proceeds uh, from the sales of all that went to kicking cancer and uh, it really um, solidified I think a bond between Baron and I and Sandy M and uh, so we have plans uh, to do some more stuff in the future and kind of spread that wealth and spread that um, uh, financial you know help yeah uh, to try to help uh, kicking cancer, and maybe we can do other organizations as well. But anyway, it's been a really positive experience for us. Um, the band loved it. Baron, uh, I know, uh, really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And Sandy M. Brewing really liked it. And they do other stuff uh, for other fun- uh, fundraisers as well. So hats off to Sandy M. Brewing for stepping forward and, and making themselves available to do that. Right, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we always have this music and food festival. Mm-hmm. And the the first year, I had a, a small little band that came, and I thought I heard JFK play. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love. I mean, I'm old enough that the '80s was my music, and so I had gone to Mike and I said, hey, can JFK play for our music and food event? Was well, it turned out the the there wasn't enough power at Mike Adams' property, and then one of the band members got sick, and so we kind of got this. JFK unplugged version Which of the band. Which is pretty cool. JFK Light. Yeah. <laughs> JFK Light. <laughs> but, you know, then Mike said, hey, you know what? What we do have a band that was perfect for the honoring evening. And you were there when you got to hear Mike's other band. Oh, yeah. The oh. Electrocoustics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what was cool for me was in JFK, I mean, Mike's doing the entire, you know, rock band drummer thing but when he goes to electroacoustics he's out of bongos mm-hmm. cajon baron oh, to cajon <laughs> see, see i don't know what i'm talking about drums. <laughs> but i'm always intrigued when we bring guests in um is there somebody in in your 
family, your life that's been affected by cancer that's kind of pulled you in, Mike? Anyone you want to uh, share? Well, my my father uh, had pancreatic cancer and other complications, um, but I think that that was kind of the the coup de gras. Uh, we lost him in 2016, August of 2016, so it's coming up on seven years. Um, aunts, uncles, cousins, countless friends, um, too long a list to even start. Yeah. yeah, it's touched. It's touched me deeply, and it's touched, like all of us. Yeah, yeah. I think if I had tried to start something like this twenty years ago, you might have known one person slightly removed through two friends. But now you said the list is too long. No, it's it's is, epidemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is part of what we want to get into in our discussions. Yeah. So. Anyway, I just want to make sure that you understood how Mike and I met. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And his why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing I thought I would bring in for you, because you're always intrigued by this shocking information. Yes. <laughs> so I go back to my book, Anti-Cancer Living. Okay. And this is written by Dr. Lorenzo Cohen. Um, he has a PhD. He's at the MD Anderson in Texas, and his job is actually integrative medicine. Okay. So his job at a cancer institute is to try to talk prevention. And he writes this book with six things, and the very first thing is social support. It's, it's a real thing. It truly is. Yeah. Well, Look at I, I yeah, it sounds like I, it worked for Ozzy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, having read her re- what happened, I thought, well, let's go back to the book and and see what Dr. Cohen has to say about social support. Yeah. So he says um, chronic loneliness or social isolation contributes to illness and premature death rates comparable to or higher than comparable to or higher than obesity. Or smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Holy smokes. Wow. Jeez. So the fact that you're lonely or isolated can be equal to or higher than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Just think how many people who are lonely and isolated are probably overweight. And a lot of them probably sit home and smoke. So So you contribute to one thing on top of another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, down here he says they've begun doing research. So over the past 20 years, researchers have gathered correlation data that shows that cancer patients with a strong social support system survive, survive longer those than without. I agree. I, I think even without illnesses, you live a longer, fuller, happier life when you are involved and you have your support system and, and your people. Mm-hmm. It takes a village to do pretty much anything. They say to raise a child, but it takes a village to do a business, to have a band, to have a nonprofit organization, radio station. I mean, you need your people to back you up to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard uh, that, pardon me, that uh, having support and love helps with immune system, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and then your dopamine and serotonin levels. So you're happier. And those, you know, those correlate to healthier people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I thought it, when I when I read what was going on with Ozzy, I remembered the story we told sometime back about Jennifer Beaumont. Okay. Remember Jennifer Beaumont's story? Vaguely. Let me refresh you a little bit. Mm-hmm, please. <laughs> in, in late 2019, so this is prior to COVID, uh, Jennifer, who lives in Albany, thought she had a lung situation, uh, asthma, something going right. on, right? So she goes in and get tested and like, well, it's not bronchitis. It's, it's not asthma. We're not sure what it is, but it's not any of your common 
problems. They did some tests, and then in March of 2020, everything in the world shuts off except for COVID. If it wasn't COVID, we weren't really checking it. Right. And, and that lasted through March and April, first part of May of 2020. And they finally went back in and double-checked Jennifer's test. She had stage four lung cancer. Wow. No. But she had, she had two different spot, two different pathological signatures. So she had stage four lung cancer twice at the exact same time. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Because every cancerous cell has a pathological signature, mm-hmm. right? So she had stage four lung cancer twice at the exact same time. I'm not saying that she wouldn't have had it. It just was frustrating to me that they chose to not even check it right. for three months because of COVID. Yeah. Well, then she starts going through the protocols. She does chemotherapy. She does radiation all through the end of 2020, which is when our organization got involved. At the end of 2020, we're trying to help in some way. But again, Governor Brown is shutting everything down. Every idea we had had got thrown out the window because of social distancing reasons. Mm-hmm. And so all we could do was a drive-by. So, so she lives in Albany. She's on her front porch of her house. She's got a mask on. I mean, we're, we're from the street away, and, <laughs> which is a On whole. her porch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we didn't even know who was going to show up. We just threw this event up on social media saying – Come support Jennifer and meet at the high school, which is Claire House. 30 cars lined up in the front of the high school, and we drove past her house. And we just waved and, you know, the heart symbol. That would have been mid-December 2020. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to go in for radiation at the end of 2020, and she sent me a text. She says, I kicked cancer's ass so hard, I don't have to have radiation. Woo! Wow, what did she do? Social support. Uh, I, that, that's all that changed, Mike. Really? <laughs> she had already gone through everything else. She was already scheduled for the radiation. The only thing that happened was 30 cars drove by her house and told her they cared about her. Wow. So love converts to mind over matter. Uh-huh. Wow. It's amazing. I think Good for when, her. I think yeah. when people start caring, when you have that love and support, you then want to do better for yourself. You, you know, you get out and exercise, you eat better, you, you feel better. It's it's a whole body and mind thing, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool that that happened. Well, and then February of 2021 rolls around, and she sends me a message and says, they can't find the cancer. <laughs> That's gone. Yes, so That's long. That's amazing. And, and Good for her. the only thing that really changed, she'd already gone through chemo, she'd already gone through radiation, and the only thing that changed was... A bunch of her friends drove past her house from a long ways away <laughs> and, and just waved and said, we love you. We care about but you. But they showed up. But they showed up. They showed up. And I just, you know, again, the data is being gathered. But Ozzy's proof, Jennifer's proof, mm-hmm. our bodies respond to social support. Yeah. It's pretty huge. It, they do. That's really so, cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Neat. I like that shocking information. Yeah, I think we like that. Mm-hmm. Some shocking is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we can we can start a discussion for the second half. Okay. And only for time reasons, we can pick it up in the second part. But Perfect. Um, I brought something that Mike can weigh in on. I went back to my old book. Okay. The can- Cancer Prevention Diet. Which uh, I got really fortunate to find this. This book was written in 1993. So this book is already 30 years old, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and again, every chapter in this book is a different type of cancer. We've had discussions in this thing on 
ovarian cancer and breast cancer. So I went to the section on children's cancer. Okay. Because we're talking about Aussie, right? right? And Santiago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says, cancer is the number one cause of death by disease in this country in children between the ages of 1 and 14. Wow. That was 30 years ago. Number Has it one changed? Cause. No. I didn't think so. <laughs> this year... 1993, an estimated 7,800 American children will be diagnosed with cancer, and another 1,500 will die. Wow. About one-third of children with diagnosed, about one-third of them will have leukemia, which is blood cancer. Um, Brain tumors are also on the rise in children and now account for about 35% of all cancer deaths in males and females under the age of 15. Wow. Santiago was eight. Yeah. Right? Except the brain cancer numbers have gone up. Blood cancer numbers have gone down. Okay. We've done a lot more research right. on the blood cancer. Um, and then I thought it intriguing. It says, because we heard Eric tell Santiago's symptoms. Yeah. And we've heard Shiloh tell Aussie's. Aussie symptoms. So it says brain cancer characterized in the early stages by headaches, blurred or double vision. Mm-hmm. Dizziness, difficulty walking. Yep, that's all of them. Everything that they said Ozzy had going on. Yeah. And I remember Eric was saying that his son, Santiago, he coached him in basketball. Mm-hmm. And Santiago was a pretty dead shot when he was throwing his... And then all of a sudden he was missing everything by about three or four inches. Yeah. So it's that whole blurred or double vision. Mm-hmm. And then Santiago was walking off the basketball court and he was stumbling. So the, the symptoms are right there yeah. matching up. Um, but what I do find intriguing, and this is what we can pick up on, because I keep thinking in my mind, so so here I am, late 50s, Mike's mid-50s, you're mid-30s. There's things, decisions we make in our life that may have contributed to us getting cancer. Or there's environmental things around us that we had no control of. But over 50 years of that building up, Aussie was two. What, yeah. What happened to a two-year-old? to cause this massive tumor. Right. Was that something that accumulated before his birth? I don't know. Is it? Because Santiago he, was eight. So what, what about his then? Well, so what, what again. You're like, stay focused one at a time. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so he does say in here that if a mother's eating habits are imbalanced and her diet consists of largely acid-producing foods including excess consumption of animal proteins, um, the chemicalized food, processed foods, chemicalized foods and beverages and others, a baby development in her womb may, may be born with de- uh, deformalities, congestive heart failures, tendencies t- towards immune deficiencies that can lead to cancer. Okay. So I just want to make sure that the listeners understand. I am not by any means blaming Shyla or Cynthia for anything they did. Right. But things are happening in our society that even the moms don't know about, but because they're happening and moms are eating this kind of food, where does it go? Right. Yeah. It feeds the baby. It feeds well, the baby. And there's And, like, knowledge is power. So us knowing that, like, I would have never assumed me eating something would have would cause cancer to my child or um, any type of defect or deformity of any kind. So 
it's good that you share stuff like this because it's the, the more we know, the more powerful it is. And food is powerful. Um, like you were saying, eating right. Absolutely. It's important to you. Not filling your body with those sugars and the chemicals and all the antibiotics that they shove into the uh, animals that they feed us. It's It's been eye-opening just from everything you've told me. I've learned a tremendous amount in the last year. Well, as we go into the second half of the show, uh, Mike and I were having this discussion about the industrialization of our society since World War II. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could pick that up in the second half. Okay, perfect. Sound then good? I'll lead us on out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, you guys. Huge shout out to our sponsors for this first half of our show, Oddmo's Pizza, who has actually been with us since the very beginning of the show. and. Our sponsors make it possible for us to broadcast this information to you guys. So please make sure you show them your support. Um, Go order a pizza and get some beer. And then if you're concerned that cancer might be a thing for you, then definitely give Mark Creamer a call. He is with Family Heritage Northwest. He's an exclusive agent for Globe Life, the Family Heritage Division, where they protect families from financial devastation of cancer and other serious illnesses. Mark can be reached at 503-341-4345 or his website at familyheritagenw.com. We'll be right back after these messages. 